For WMRA News, I'm Kimberly Daggy. Historic preservationists on Wednesday opened the time capsule discovered in the pedestal of the statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee in Richmond. Governor-elect Glenn Youngkin names another member of his leadership team. The Harrisonburg community is rallying around a 76-year-old man who lost his home to a fire back in August. And many local businesses see an upswing in customers, but pandemic-related issues are stifling some sales. This is the WMRA Daily for Thursday, December 23rd. Historic preservationists on Wednesday opened the time capsule discovered in the pedestal of the statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee in Richmond. After hours of painstaking work, they found an 1875 almanac, two other books, a coin, and an envelope, all damaged by water. This is likely not the same time capsule described in newspapers when the monument went up. Julie Langan is director of Virginia's Department of Historic Resources. There are some anomalies. The box is not the size that we expected. It's also made of a different material and filled with a fraction of the 60 items reported to be buried. Conservators began work to preserve the artifacts as soon as they were removed from the capsule. Virginia's governor-elect continues to name members of his leadership team as he prepares to take office next month. On Wednesday, Glenn Youngkin announced that Steve Emery Cummings will be the next Secretary of Finance. Cummings is the former president and CEO of Mitsubishi UFJ Financial Group in the Americas. He has also served as the chairman of USB's Investment Banking Division in the Americas and global head of corporate and investment banking at Wachovia Bank. On Monday, Youngkin announced that he had chosen education data consultant Amy rogstad Guidera to be Secretary of Education. And on Tuesday, Youngkin named business executive Karen Merrick as the next Secretary of Commerce. Youngkin will be sworn in on January 15th. The Virginia Department of Health reminds people to take steps to protect their loved ones and the community this holiday season. Data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention states that this region of the country shows the Omicron variant representing more than 75% of COVID-19 cases. VDH recommends wearing a mask in indoor public spaces regardless of vaccination status. The agency also suggests getting tested before attending gatherings, particularly those including people who are vulnerable or at high risk. The Harrisonburg community is rallying around a 76-year-old man who lost his home to a fire back in August. WMRA's Randy B. Hagee reports. Jacob Pringle is a fixture on Jefferson Street. Originally from Georgia, he's made the Harrisonburg neighborhood his home for more than four decades in a cute one-story house built in 1940 with light blue trim and a metal roof. Neighbors know they can go to him for help if their car breaks down or their washing machine stops working. One day in early August, he was outside working on his truck when he smelled smoke. Well, I kept smelling stuff burning, and uh, I thought over here next door neighbor. And I looked over here, and I didn't see nothing. I was in the alley, and I looked up in the alley, and I see the come out of the, the vent. And I come in the door, and I opened the door, and the fire hit me. And then uh, I got my fire stain started spraying, and then called 911. Although the fire department was able to put out the blaze, Pringle lost everything in the house. He thinks the fire may have been caused by squirrels or raccoons in the attic chewing on electrical wires. He showed me inside the house, which is now gutted because it was too badly damaged to repair. The roof sheathing towards the rear of the home is blackened and charred. Wow. 
Um, and yeah, you can still smell the smoke too. Yeah. Well, they got started back there. When James Rankin, a deacon at the church just around the corner, heard what happened, he got the community together. Once we got notice, we rallied around. JP is a member of our church, uh, First Baptist Church, and so there's been a tremendous response from the very beginning. Rankin joined up with four other community members to form the Pringle House Steering Committee, and they got to work getting a new home built for their friend. Barry Kelly, the CEO of Matchbox Realty, became an early ally. We happened to be out to the landfill one day after the fire. We were taking some things out, and Barry was over there, and he saw JP and said, well, what's going on? He found out, he said, well, I want to help. What can I do? And he has been a tremendous resource to us. Other businesses have stepped forward to donate surveying services, a dumpster rental, and blueprint designs. We're going to do all we know to do to restore this house for JP at no cost to him. I mean, he's already at a loss. And that we want to make sure that he doesn't have a mortgage after we finish. The group is fundraising through a GoFundMe campaign for the materials and services they can't get donated. We have a link to that page on our website. They've raised more than $8,000 towards their goal of 150000 We can now apply for a building permit, demolition, and a building permit. And we're going to be doing stages, and we have to have funds before we can go to the next stage because we didn't borrow any money. We're going to have it in reserve and be able to pay as we go. Mm-hmm. So we have to be ahead of that curve, uh, but we are ready to go through that first stage of demolition, poor footers, and maybe coming up out of the ground. Rankin has known Pringle for about 40 years. He was friends with my cousins. They've hunted fish together, and he visited out there in Mount Crawford. We've had lots of help, and we appreciate everybody. And like I said, when was, nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee. Well, nobody doesn't like JP. He, he's a friend to all, and just tremendous resource, and we just want to see him you know, be comfortable and, and have his home restored. He describes his friend as handy, kind, and helpful. I'll give you an example. Last Sunday, we were at church, and he was just talking to me. We were just having a conversation. He said he's wondering if there's a way he could help the people in Kentucky. And so that thing, that speaks to his heart. He is just a, a good friend, a good person, a great resource in the community, and everybody loves him. Pringle expressed his thanks to the community for their support. It's still hard for him to let go of his longstanding home. He said he'll be there to watch it go down once the bulldozers come. For WMRA News, I'm Randy B. Hagee. A former governor of Virginia and his wife were injured Tuesday night in a fire that engulfed their home in McLean, Virginia. Chuck and Linda Robb were treated at the hospital for non-life-threatening injuries per a statement from the family. It is unclear how the fire started, but authorities are investigating an electrical issue. About 60 firefighters from surrounding counties took about an hour and a half to get the fire under control. The National Retail Federation reports that nearly 180 million people made in-store and online purchases over Thanksgiving. Many local businesses also see an upswing in customers, but pandemic-related issues are still stifling some sales. From partner station VPM, Ian Stewart reports. This is our little Christmas corner. Aisha Ekbal is the store manager of 10,000 Villages in Richmond's Carytown. The nonprofit shop is filled with handcrafted items from all over the world. Things like two-foot-high baskets woven out of brightly colored saris and tiny Yeti ornaments made in Nepal. Ekbal says her store has been insanely busy, especially in the Christmas corner. I ordered 10% more than 2019, and I ran out twice already. She says it's been challenging to deal with the ongoing supply chain issues. Many of the artisans they rely on aren't able to ship items. Hello, are you looking for anything? 
Just up the street at the toy store World of Mirth, owner Thea Brown says sales are also high. Seeing some factories shut down during the pandemic was a wake-up call for her. Early summer, we had some of our reps saying, hey, you might want to try to get some things in a little earlier. We're not sure what's going to happen after October. Brown says many of the items she ordered months ago are just starting to arrive weeks before Christmas. Ian Stewart reporting. Full disclosure, 10,000 Villages in Harrisonburg and in Charlottesville sponsor programming on WMRA. One person will not have to worry about traveling across state lines this Christmas. Virginia's state veterinarian has issued a permit allowing Santa Claus to bring his herd of eight tiny reindeer into the Commonwealth this weekend. It also gives permission for the passage of one rare red-nosed reindeer. The permit from the Virginia Department of Wildlife Resources allows Claus to find a way around the current ban against importing deer into the Commonwealth. In a statement, Claus said he loves delivering presents in the Commonwealth and that his reindeer enjoy Virginia carrots and apples. For WMRA News, I'm Kimberly Daggy. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.